0: to Oh My god, a podcast where we are trying to decide who is the worst decision maker in our relationship. My name is Adam.
1: And I'm Ryan. And
0: I don't know how to count. <laughs> <laughs> he, was,
1: he was just counting us in to, to say Oh My god, and he went five, three, two, two. One. <laughs>
0: I'm under a lot of stress. This is my busiest time of the year for work. We just moved like it's it's been a long, long week. Also, holy shit, we moved. We moved. Well, I moved. I moved to a new apartment in a new state. I am now officially a mass hole. Yes, Yes, you are. yes I am. I was a mass hole in training for a long time because I was working in massachusetts a lot driving in boston and also seeing your adorable little face all the time when driving (laughs) to see you so i've i I, it's been a long time coming i'm very happy i have great roommates that i am good friends with um actually can i mention who my roommates are
1: i why not
0: yeah, so um, friends of the pod and um, past guests of the pod, uh, Ben and Sam are actually our um, our roommates, and we couldn't be happier. Um, we could be uh, cleaner, I will say that, but that's all gonna come with like the moving thing. We are currently surrounded by all of my clothes and boxes yep. in my bedroom right now, but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little stake in on this right now. By the next time we record. All of these boxes will be unpacked.
1: I have doubts.
0: <laughs> you have doubts. Of course you do. Ryan, how are you doing this um, morning?
1: That's right, we're recording in the morning, too. We are recording in the morning. I'm doing great. I, As we said on our last podcast, when I get sick, I stay congested. For months. Here I am, still congested.
0: Meanwhile, I feel great. Good,
1: good. I'm so glad to hear it. I'm
0: so sorry, Bean, that you're feeling uh feeling the way you do. I know you've been trying to like rid yourself of this congestion before we were recording. You're like, how can I get rid of this? And I was like, You ready to record? And you're like, Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, so, no, we are very happy to be back. We appreciate um, everyone's patience. We just did not have the time to record last week, just because of the moving and work being insane. It, I was just very appreciative to have kind of the week off to just kind of breathe and enjoy the house. Enjoy the house. Uh, but now we're back, we're here, we're happy, and we are ready and galvanized uh-huh. and...
1: And I'm enjoying the house, but I can't breathe.
0: Yeah, Ryan's allergic to pretty much every single thing in this apartment. Um, When I moved all of my stuff out of the apartment, I moved it into a garage um, that my mom's friend uh, was letting me use in place of a storage unit, which saved a lot of money, but it made everything dusty. Literally every single thing I own is just covered in a layer of dust and cat hair and... Well, n-
1: neither of those things are from the garage. I would that say it's from the garage, No, too. They, were, they were already dusty and cat hairy. Oh. The, the thing about the garage is that it's just like, is like in a quasi-outdoor. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like, it, it's not like insulated like a house. So yeah. just like, all the seasonal allergens are... Um, mixed in with things.
0: Baked into my bed. So Ryan has just been a, a wreck this week, unfortunately. And... It's all my fault. It's getting better. It is getting better. We had a little bit of a surprise and we were unpacking uh, some of the boxes.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I didn't realize that when you decide not to put things in a storage unit and put things in a quasi-outdoor space, that you open the risk of
1: critters. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't bring one into the home. That we know of. But... um, We did learn that um, mice enjoy eating K-cups.
0: We opened up one of the boxes and I was like, where the fuck did all of this like shredded plastic and dirt come from?
1: And then he proceeded. So he had that thought the day before we found the (laughs) K-cups. So he just left like this, what he assumed was a mound of dirt just like on the counter. Uh, Just
0: so people could ask, hey, what's this?
1: Yeah, and then I saw it. So I went to investigate, and it wasn't a mound of dirt. It was a mound of mice. No.
0: No, not a mound of mice. Uh, a mound of um
1: coffee grounds.
0: Yes. A mound of coffee grounds and um and plastic that mice had literally gone into the box of one of the things that we moved and tore through. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and it was really a moment that had me saying, what do you mean? Oh, I'm not done. I'm, do, do, I'm not do, done do, with that do, do, story. Oh, what's what more to it?
0: Well, the fact that it only went through my coffee and didn't touch yours at all.
1: <laughs> That's true. It only ate Adam's cake cups. All it, of my cake cups were totally fine.
0: Mice love decaf. What can we say?
1: <laughs> they don't like the jitters. Probably because the little bodies would explode from that much caffeine.
0: Yeah, some Uh, half-calf critters. Calf critters? What do you mean? What do you mean? Half
1: what? (laughs) Half-calf critters.
0: Half-calf critters?
1: Yes, half-calf stands for half-caffeinated. That's just a term. Or
0: it could be like half a baby cow. Calf, calf, and that
1: was this week's <laughs> section. Of sure. What do you mean? You knew
0: what I meant because I explained it to you. Uh, anyway, Ryan, what is what are what do we have on the docket uh, for this episode? What are you, what are you, what are you meaning to me? Well,
1: we we've had a lot of things going on the past two weeks, so much so that I could not write a single thing down. So I have a pretty old. What do you mean? From just the archive of things that I have on my phone, from like
0: when we were first starting dating, like no,
1: no, but definitely at your old apartment,
0: my old apartment. Okay,
1: Um, which you moved out of um, about a month ago. Yeah, 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 a little over a month ago.
0: A little over a month ago. Okay. Um, So were we on the couch? No. No. Okay. Uh, was this the daytime? Um, no. Were we in bed?
1: No. Okay. This was
0: in the apartment though, right?
1: This was in the apartment, yes.
0: Okay. Was this while we were moving out? No, okay.
1: Well before.
0: Well before. Was this at, at least a month before. Was this pre or post hernia surgery uh, uh, post post, okay. Um I'm just giving some ASMR. No,
1: no, no, no.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know you are cuz you're this whole episode so far, you've been rustling with the sheets directly in front of the microphone. You've been snapping, you've been moving the blinds <laughs> while I'm talking.
0: What do you mean? <laughs> um were we watching something? No. Okay.
1: I'll give it I'll give the next cryptic clue. We were in the clue.
0: kitchen then. That was my next cryptic clue. We were in the kitchen. Where the fuck else would we have <laughs> in my apartment? Those are the three like cornerstone pieces of my apartment. My bedroom, my
1: living room, my kitchen. That's not true. You spend at least 40% of the day in the bathroom. That's fair. Not because I'm
0: taking a shit. Not because I'm taking a shit, because I love showers and baths. Mm-hmm. That's why. Because I'm part amphibian. I like to splish-splash in the bath. <laughs>
1: um, okay. No, 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 no. Was this one? was supposed it's to be splish-splash. Splish-splash splish, in a bath? I have. You you have? Uh, oh. oh. Splish-splash.
0: Take it bath. <laughs> and... oh. Egg. Bravo, and boy. Have fun. Find-
1: but I realize it sounded a little Adam's Family. A little bit, yeah.
0: Is that the song that like?
1: Da na na splash splish, splash. Da splash
0: splash. Um,
1: <laughs> splash
0: is Splish splash the song that Suds, Slippery Soap sings in um Blues Clues? I
1: I, I don't know.
0: Where's Splish Splash taking a bath from them?
1: It's just a song. I swear it's slippery slope, S- slope, slippery soap. It was my go-to karaoke song as a um, a single-digit child.
0: Splish Splash Elmo took a little bath long about a Saturday night. Oh my God!
1: Why? Why? <laughs> I my because of my mom. What else would I do?
0: Mine was My Heart Will Go On because I am an F slur. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It was, uh, for me, it was Splish Splash and Great Balls of Fire.
0: I'm Every Woman by Whitney Houston was also one that I would sing a lot. Um, And also... At what age? Three. There would be people who would walk up to my mom while I was singing along, like like singing in stores, and be like, oh my god, I thought the radio was on, and it was just your son. (laughs) It's like, okay... Humble brag. It's all in me. Everything <laughs> i Whoa, whoa, whoa. Were we cooking?
1: What? Sorry, I thought someone just turned the radio on. <laughs> <coughs> Were we cooking? Um, we. Were you cooking? I was not cooking.
0: Was I cooking?
1: You could call it that. <sighs> <laughs>
0: Is this a what do you mean about my cooking skills? No. No. Um, were we cleaning the fridge? No. Were we cleaning? No. What were we doing in the kitchen then we're, if we weren't cooking or cleaning? I,
1: I said that you could say that you you were cooking. You weren't like home cooking.
0: Was this about the fucking microwave?
1: No. What happened with the microwave? Was this the
0: fact that I like was trying to put something in the microwave that shouldn't be put in the microwave or putting a setting to the microwave? Do you remember that?
1: No. <laughs> I don't either. So we're just going to leave it at that. I'm assuming that you were trying to put some tinfoil. Oh, no, we've already done that as a wedding. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, the soup. The soup. The fucking soup.
0: Uh, All these episodes are blending into one now. Um, Was this about coffee? No. Was this?
1: It was about, I'll give you the next clue. Yeah, because I'm a little lost. It was about um, earlier that day. We had gone shopping at Trader Joe's. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're making something from Trader Joe's.
0: Oh, was this when I was making the bagels? Nope. Was this when I was making the pasta?
1: Nope. It's kind of similar to pasta in the facts that there's... Oh, I don't know if it had red sauce on it or not. But... Grain and red sauce? I don't... I nope. don't... It had to do with the pizza. Ugh. Do you remember what it is?
0: Yes, I remember my oyster mushroom pizza. (laughs) Yes,
1: Uh, so Adam got a oyster mushroom pizza from Trader Joe's a couple months ago. Which I assumed was an oyster and mushroom pizza. (laughs) He opens the oyster mushroom pizza and says, Wait a second, where are the oysters? (laughs) Which made me say... What do you mean, where are the oysters? Because
0: my brain saw that. I was like, oh, oyster mushroom pizza, stunning. And I thought it was oyster and mushrooms, which sounds fucking delicious. Oysters on a pizza? You don't eat shellfish, so you can't even comment on this. (laughs) But like, yeah, like oysters, mussels, clams. You know my favorite thing to eat is, you know, bread wrapped in cheese stuffed with shrimp and like shellfish
1: bread wrapped with cheese wrapped
0: yeah bread wrapped in
1: cheese (laughs) and then stuffed with shrimp yeah like a like an asiago bagel filled with shellfish
0: fuck that sounds amazing
1: (laughs) that's breakfast tomorrow that's what that is honey
0: (laughs) yum 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 (laughs) (laughs) Gimme, gimme, gimme. Uh, Speaking of gimme, 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 I'm gonna give you, give you, give you the next book we're gonna be reading. Which is another one that I actually never had read before. Probably because I looked at the cover and I was like, I don't want to fucking read this.
1: I'm not sure if I should give that transition an A or a B or a B or an A.
0: Badass or what?
1: A, B, B, A.
0: ABBA? Yeah.
1: Give me give me give me. Oh. Give me give me
0: give me. i Yes. So the next uh, book we're reading is Give Yourself Goosebumps number 16 Secret Agent Grandma. <laughs> Which looks like um, and I put this on uh, one of our posts. This is giving me like spy kids meets alien.
1: Yeah, right. I can see that.
0: So I don't know if like this is actually your grandmother who has been an alien all along, or maybe it's an alien that is disguised as your grandma, and your grandma is still a secret agent. I.
1: Well, to de- to describe this cover. Yes. Uh, there is a circle of
0: peonies, gray roses, bricks. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes.
1: Um, and a very smooth, uh, dirt patch. That someone is standing in surrounded by what looks like roses and daffodils.
0: With a nice smattering of trees. This is like a nice little outcropping, I would say. Maybe like a park.
1: And then... What kind of park do you know? That it just has all... The only attraction at this park is one dirt circle.
0: Okay. Okay. If we are looking at the point of view of the actual person standing in the dirt mound, maybe on the other side is all of the park stuff. Like the surrounding is just like the woods that you would like the trails you would go on. Right? Sure. It's just a weird angle to take the picture. (laughs) in. that's all. Um,
1: And then inside this circle is someone. The centerpiece, if you will. Um, Inside the circle probably five seconds before this picture was taken would have been a grandma with uh, gray hair, um, curly... A B-author. Beoth- a yeah. And uh, a purple blouse, yellow pants, and... The worst shoes that a grandma could possibly wear. They look like medium brown Timberlands.
0: I mean I was I was taking umbrage with the the the, the whole outfit in general because that is like a purple windbreaker with mustard yellow pants with a matching mustard yellow like undershirt underneath it. it. It it's very grandma. A-, a yellow
1: undershirt where
0: yeah see there's like a little collar like like peeking out of the coat or do you think that's the oh. collar of
1: the coat oh i see yeah. It's a false collar. A
0: false collar. No, I think it's literally just a collar of the shirt peeking out of the jacket. We're focusing on the wrong things right now. There's a fucking alien in shirt. Yeah.
1: It's of. it's not actually a grandma. There is an alien that is is ripping the top part of this grandma open. Her head is hanging over to the right side. It's pretty jarring. If you saw this as a kid, this is fucking creepy. Yeah, the alien has three eyes each coming out of its Head through some sort of eye tentacle.
0: It's giving Jimmy Neutron. It's giving. Um, it's giving that episode of Billy and Mandy where um, the Rock is wanting Billy to feed brains to people. Have you seen that episode? Brains, brains, I wanna.
1: Like Dwayne the Rock Johnson.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's like this. Space... Hey
1: kids, wanna eat these brains?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> No, it's this episode where Billy, uh, like a a space rock, hurtles into the earth, and it's this glowing green rock that has an eye sticking out of it that looks very similar to the eye here, and it's a musical episode, and they're singing um, a song called Brains, and it's... Him, the rock, convincing Billy to go out and bring their friends over so he can suck the brains just, out of them.
1: I'm still just picturing Maui from Moana, just being like, You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. You want to eat some brains today? You're welcome. Slurp it all up inside.
0: All right. So, the, um, I kind of like the holographic on this one. It's almost like, I don't know, like sickle cell anemia, a little bit, what? like almost, like like look at it. It's like it's got this weird like shape, like in there. It looks like sickle cells, <laughs> a little bit, or like little like misshapen saw blades.
1: They're they're like um, I'll flash
0: a light on it, like
1: I don't. know, I can see it. Oh, it it the light isn't helping. No, it just it looks it just makes it look dirty. <laughs> Honestly,
0: It does look a little dirty. It
1: looks just like fingerprint oil residue.
0: So, Ryan, why don't we start off by listing the rules to the uh, episode? Sure. Okay. Each week, we will switch off who will be reading the story and who will be making the decisions. We will keep a cumulative tally over the course of the podcast to see once and for all who is the worst decision maker. And, Ryan, what is our total right now?
1: 23 to 20? I believe so. Let me double check.
0: <laughs> yes, 23 to 20. So you have 23, I have 20. Yes. Yes. On top of that, if a decision maker is able to successfully complete a book with less than three mistakes, they will win a prize. You still owe me a prize, by the way. I for, got
1: you a cookie. For
0: Jack's episode. Okay, you got me a cookie. Fine. <laughs> I thought that was just like nice boyfriend attitude. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, if they have five or more mistakes, they will incur a penalty. And we haven't had a penalty in a while. So
1: we're due for one. We are due for one. I don't feel, I feel like secret agent grandma is not going to have that many pitfalls though. I think it might.
0: Because aliens, I don't know. I have a feeling. I have a feeling that I'm going to do well, but I have a feeling I'm not going to win a prize. We'll see. Anyway, let's start reading the book. Um, there are... Um, I think there are spoilers in this, though, so... Great. I'm not
1: even going to read it. You're though. not
0: even going to read it? We'll read the first like sentence, at least.
1: Okay. Beware! All right. So, uh, <laughs> take a deep breath, I guess. <gasps> we, can re- we can read the... Uh, just the, the very beginning. Yes, mom and dad are out of town, and your sweet old grandma is coming to take care of you. You are ready for some freedom... But are you ready for Grandma? I don't know. Am I? And that's it. That's, okay. That's all we can say.
0: Yep. That's all you can say. That's all you can say. So I guess we're going to take a deep breath. <gasps> cross, cross your fingers. Fox my fingers? Cross your fingers. Oh, my brain heard fox your
1: fingers. For some but reason. you know what it is. I it's know. It's a part of every book.
0: I know. Which is why I was like, huh? Okay, they're crossed.
1: And take a deep breath.
0: We already did that. i have got
1: on the page. I'm <laughs> just trying to go from memory. I don't know my lines. Turn uh, to page one and give yourself goosebumps. Bum,
0: bum, 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 bum.
1: Oh yeah, we're back, baby.
0: Nothing is going to happen to me.
1: You shout down to your mother. She gazes up at you from the bottom of the mm-hmm. stairs. Her packed suitcases sit waiting at the front door. You recognize that worried look on her face. Do you remember everything I told you? She asks, her forehead wrinkles in concern. It's the wrinkles from all the smoke that she's been inhaling. Yes. Yeah.
0: Or should I write it down?
1: Mom, I'm not a baby. You plop onto the top step of the staircase and repeat your instructions for the fifth time. I take a
0: cab to the railroad station. I wait on the platform on the incoming side of the station. Grandma's train arrives at 1 p.m. I'll know her by the yard. Yellow stretch pants and purple shirt she'll be wearing. Oh, they actually paid attention to that. Usually when they describe things in the books, they look nothing like they do on the cover. So I'm impressed so far. Then if she hasn't been arrested by the fashion police for wearing such a wacko outfit. Oh, sister. <laughs> Am I saying fashion police. Did you ever watch fashion police? No. Oh, one of my favorite things to watch with my family in the morning, because it'd be Joan Rivers just tearing into people for the entire episode and juliana rancic who kind of looked like an alien to begin with and like resident gay george katsiopoulos it was just so funny i'll put i'll put in a clip of something that joan rivers has said (laughs) on the episode because it's just i know i don't don't know maybe it's something to do with winter's bone which i didn't see because i thought it was about larry king's sex life (laughs) 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 oh god then if she hasn't been arrested by the fashion police for wearing such a wacko outfit, don't make
1: fun of your grandmother. Your mother cuts in.
0: Oh, actually this woman's voice is giving um Carl's mom from Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Ooh, don't make fun of your grandmother. <laughs> right? Your mother cuts in. She's unusual, but I'm sure you two will get along fine.
0: Your mother's right.
1: Your dad adds. I'm just
0: thinking like soy boy beta cuck. <laughs> like, 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 like Caillou's
1: dad. I don't understand how you're a year older than me, and you have this Gen Z dictionary of a vocabulary.
0: It's because I'm chronically online, that's why. (laughs) It's because I'm always on Twitter and always on Instagram, and I know what the kids are saying. Do you know what Riz is? I know what Riz is. Okay, you know what Riz is? Bet.
1: (laughs) I... I just don't... I don't get it. You
0: like, literally work with children in middle school all the time. You're telling me you don't pick up on their isms and their... No
1: language? one has ever called me a soy boy beta cuck. <laughs> it's
0: because you don't go to high... It's because you're not a high school person. I used to teach high school hi- choreography all the time, so I'd hear the wildest shit. Yeah,
1: I used to. Yeah. Like, years ago. Way before soy boy beta cuck.
0: That was, like, in twenty like eighteen. That's not even, like... That's not even like new lingo. Do you know what it means?
1: No. Soy <laughs> boy? Okay. Um like someone that eats a lot of sushi? No. Beta? Um someone like not an alpha. Yep. And then c- cuck? I let people sleep with my significant other? <laughs> What does this mean?
0: So like soy boy, if I remember, is just like very, just like like a soft, like a soft man, like like it's really derogatory. It's like non masculine, like, like a
1: made of soy,
0: emasculated, yeah.
1: So then it's just redundant by saying beta
0: soy boy and and cock. It's all like, it's all redundant. But like Caillou's dad, just flooded with estrogen.
1: <laughs> Back in my day, we just called up pussies. <laughs> 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 anyway,
0: your mother's right.
1: Your dad adds coming through the front door. Your grandma's full of
0: surprises, and I'm full of estrogen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, you think. How is some little old lady going to surprise me?
0: I'm sure she will on page two. <laughs> You can't unpicture it now, can't
1: you? Your dad picks up the remaining suitcases and heads back out to the car. Your mother doesn't move. You flash her. Exactly. He's doing all the work. <laughs> she has him whipped. You flash her. Your most trustworthy smile. Yeah,
0: probably best not to pause after you saying you flash her. She sighs. Wait. Can we talk about what your mom did the other day?
1: (laughs) Not the other day. Yesterday.
0: That is the other day.
1: So. um, She's going to kill you for this. Probably. It doesn't matter. She's not going to listen. This this is her. This
0: This is is her her test. test.
1: (laughs) So the. So I have something called a bismuth reaction where if I have bismuth, my tongue turns black. And so Mm -hmm. I had Pepto-Bismol. Which is business, Which made my tongue turn black. And um, I called my mom and she told me that she fell in the basement there earlier. And she fell onto like a... an upside down chair and she said it was like she was falling in slow motion just like watching the chair leg come towards her that's scary and um it ended up hitting her right in the boob (laughs) and so she has a giant (laughs) bruise there and so um we had talked about that earlier and then I was like you want to see my tongue so I went on FaceTime and showed her my tongue and I was in the car and then um I looked away from my phone and then looked down one second later and there's my mom's boobs. And she's just showing me the bruise on her boobs. I was like, mom, put them away.
0: Tits out on live on main. <laughs> oh my God. And what's really jarring is that you took pictures of both your <laughs> mom and your mom's tits. And then you showed me the picture and it literally looks like you're just like sexually like tongue out in reaction to your mom's chest no no no
1: it's it's. so we I will not include this photo in the carousel cause we, it's jarring we were trying to the reason we went on FaceTime is cause I was trying to text her a picture of my tongue but she couldn't see it so eventually the the pictures came in and the top is just the picture of my tongue and then the next picture is my mom's bruised boob <laughs>
0: Ryan showed it to me he's like look and I was like I don't think you realize the implication that this has <laughs> like you cannot show this to anyone else oh god where the where the fuck even are we <laughs> okay I'm glad you said you flash <laughs> uh
1: uh-huh. You flash her your most trustworthy smile. She sighs. I guess you'll be all right. She says uncertainly. Of course I will. You assure her.
0: What could happen?
1: You follow your mom out to the car and wave as your parents drive away. The moment their car turns the corner, you leap into the air. Freedom! You cry. No parents for a whole week. Just a 75-year-old grandma. She'll probably spend the whole time snoozing on the sun porch. You'll practically be on your own. This book is gonna be full of ageisms, I can already tell. The cab arrives and you hop in. You instruct the driver to take you to the train station. But as you, as he nears the train station, you have a pang of doubt. You haven't seen your grandmother since you were a little kid. You wonder if you'll recognize her.
0: Worry until page three. Yeah, who knows, what if she's hot?
1: You may not recognize Grandma's face, you tell yourself, but you'll definitely spot the purple and yellow outfit. Besides, she'll know you from the photos your parents sent her. You pay the driver and hop out. Hey, that's weird, you think. Why was your name announced over the loudspeaker? You rush over to the information booth inside the station, wondering what could be wrong.
0: You just paged me.
1: You tell the young man in the booth. What?
0: like he has a pager? No. Oh, on the, yes, uh, old, yes, oh, over the intercom. Why yes. was
1: your name announced over the loudspeaker? I know,
0: but, like, why did, it, uh, I don't know, paged is just, just such a very dated term, so it just hit my brain a little weird.
1: You've got a call. He hands you a phone. Hello? There's a lot of static on the line. You can barely hear, but it's definitely your mom's voice. Whoops on the phone, home immediately. What? I can't hear you. Do you want to say the words legibly? It's supposed to be... You're supposed to know what they say. We're on the plane.
0: Home immediately. (laughs) What? I can't hear you.
1: You shout into the phone.
0: Do you want me to go home? What about grandma?
1: Danger, grandmother. That's all you hear, then the line goes dead. Turn to page 108.
0: What could it mean?
1: A chill runs through you. What was your mother trying to say? Is your grandmother in trouble? Is there danger at the station? As you hand the phone back to the information clerk, the whole train station begins to rumble.
0: Oh, fuck.
1: Could this be what your mother was trying to warn you about? Should you get out of there and go home? Or are you supposed to find your grandmother? So, um, my choices are what, Ryan? If you get out of there right away, turn to page 12. If you stay to find grandma, turn to page 33.
0: We're staying to find grandma. That's like the purpose of this story. It's secret agent grandma. So I want to find out if she like does nunchucks and shit like that. Great.
1: So. We'll stay to find grandma. <clears throat> We're a
0: stay to find grandma on page 33
1: You can't go home without your grandma. Even if you feel as if you're in the middle of an earthquake. You clutch the information counter to keep from falling over. You smile at the clerk, the clerk, hoping to mask your fear. Train coming? The clerk informs you, shouting over the noise. Every
0: time one comes in this old station rattles like a baby's toy. I knew that.
1: You fib. You hope the clerk <laughs> doesn't notice how white your knuckles are. Wow, it's just like,
0: well yeah, if it's like a really old train station, the whole place will shake a little. Mm. Like like with
1: the T? Or he could just he could have just been having anxiety and like heightening what the actual situation was
0: okay i i yeah (laughs) as he looks at me directly and says that
1: the train stops with a loud screech of the brakes you make your way out onto the platform just as the doors to the train open mobs of people push their way out the doors you scan the crowd searching for an old lady in yellow pants and a purple shirt no luck
0: Hey, what are you doing here?
1: A voice calls. Turn to page four. Or it's my mom. (laughs) Nope, that's the voice of your friends Chuck and Ginny rushing towards you. So are they both going to sound like that? (laughs) Well, one of them is.
0: Hey, guys. You greet them. I'm here to meet my grandmother. How about you? We're going to the hockey game, remember?
1: Chuck tells you.
0: (laughs) I invited you. (laughs) Chuck.
1: You remember. You couldn't go because of Grandma's arrival.
0: Our moms are, our moms are letting us take the train on our own. Ginny adds. Of
1: course we had to promise to stay out of trouble. Ginny giggles.
0: Asif, have fun with Grandma.
1: Chuck teases. They board the train. Thank God, I hope they never come back. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> you sigh jealously as they, as you scan the thinning crowd. Still no grandma. Is this what your mother has been trying to tell you? That your grandmother wasn't coming after all? You're about to leave the station when you hear something that stops you in your tracks. Something terrible. What makes your blood run cold? Find out on page 86.
0: Okay. What does it mean when you 86 something? Is that kill?
1: it's a restaurant term. If you 86 something, you take it off the menu because you're out of stock. Oh, so
0: that is like if someone's getting 86. If someone gets 86, they're,
1: they're getting, yeah, they're getting removed. They're getting murdered. Hey, party people, I'm ready to get 86 Andy Dick? Oh, no. Come on, let's get out of here. <laughs> what the hell just happened? Andy Dick happened.
0: Okay. What kind of grandma is grandma?
1: Well, it's a... Can't be the one that sounds like Chuck. I know. It can't be what you made your mom. Yep. So, uh. What are we thinking? I'm thinking, what about B. Arthur? B. Arthur? Yeah, I can do B. Arthur. Cookie. Cookie over here. <laughs> is, that, is that good? <laughs> you shudder at hearing your old nickname. You hate that name. Luckily, Ginny and Chuck aren't around to hear it. Cookie you turn (laughs) (laughs) you turn towards the voice. at the end of the station you see a woman with white hair she's waving wildly no way to mistake her for anyone else not in those clothes Mm -mm. you wave back approaching her cautiously anyone who would call you cookie is likely to pinch your cheeks too As you stroll down the platform, something catches your eye. Bright red letters scrawled across one of the train windows. Whore. A message. (laughs) If your mother hadn't made that strange phone call, you wouldn't have thought twice about it. But now you have an odd feeling. Maybe the message is meant for you. Read the message on page 100.
0: Sam, that night at Bet, when you were there, Ron made out with a cocktail waitress and put his head between her breasts. (laughs) And dancing with multiple fat women just ran up.
1: (laughs) The only reason I understand that reference is because the amount of times that you've made it and the fact that you have it... Crocheted, <laughs> needlepoint, needlepoint.
0: <laughs> in my in my living room, yeah. Sam, that first night at bed, <laughs>
1: you gaze at the train window. You read the red letters aloud.
0: Emple, emple.
1: You mutter, "What does it mean? It doesn't sound familiar. Maybe it's not an English word."
0: Bitch, it's just "help me" written backwards. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so someone on the
0: train, so something, someone wrote, help me on the train window, backwards. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Well, no, they wrote it from their perspective yes. o- inside yes. the train. Not
0: realizing that you someone have on have the write other it side... it
1: backwards.
0: <laughs> well, they should have written it backwards, then it would have been help me.
1: The terrible nickname interrupts your thoughts. Cookie, I'm waiting for a big hug and kiss. Exactly what you were afraid of. Hi, Grandma. You stopped several inches away from her, just beyond her reach. Wrong. Grandma throws her arms around you Squeezing you hard So hard you can barely breathe Finally she releases you Cabs are at the other end of the station You gasp, trying to catch your breath Grandma follows behind you Chattering all the way She asks about your school, your parents Your mother's rose bushes On the way out of the station You pass the train window with the message again I've got it, you think. I know what it means. Do you really? Yeah, it means help me. If you know what it means, turn to page 114. If you need help to figure it out, turn to page 129.
0: I'm just curious, what's on page 129? Is it literally just be like, hey, dumbass, it's this? Like, and then it will take me to 14? I don't know. Is that the option you want to pick? No, I'm going to page 14 because I know what it says. It means help me. I was just curious to see if the book was going to be like, hey, dumbass,
1: you know? You know what the letters spell? It's so simple that you laugh at yourself for not getting it sooner. Empla. Whoever wrote that message on the inside of the window didn't realize it would be backwards on the en- outside. Empla is help me written backwards. You say it uh, you say it out loud.
0: Empla, oh, help me.
1: What do you say? what did you say, dear? grandma asks. Do you need help with something? You're about to tell her the message when something you see inside the train stops you. You stare past the letters on the window into the compartment. Your eyes widen. You blink several times. You take a step closer to the window. You press your nose up against the glass. You don't believe what you're seeing.
0: What do you think he sees? I think I know what he sees. An alien? I think he sees his grandma. Oh,
1: that's could be true
0: yeah what has you glued to the train window find out on 98 it's gonna be your grandma
1: you gaze at the startling scene through the window inside the train compartment a woman struggles fiercely with two men the men wear tan overcoats and large dark sunglasses but it's the woman who holds your attention bingo a white-haired woman wearing yellow stretch pants and a purple shirt she's a dead ringer for your grandma the two thug-like men yank her under each arm and lift her out of the seat Her terrified eyes lock onto yours as she is dragged roughly into the aisle. The men pull her towards the door at the far end of the car. Hurry to page 54. Is something wrong? A voice asks behind you. You turn and face your grandmother standing on the platform. She and the woman on the train could be twins. What's going on? Is this woman really your grandmother? Or is your real real grandmother in terrible trouble on the train? Shouldn't we be getting a taxi? cookie you stare at her could you have made a mistake all aboard the conductor shouts the train lets out an exhausted wheeze then (sighs) pulls slowly forward you could jump on the train now and find out if the woman in danger is your real grandmother or you could assume the woman standing in front of you is the right woman after all she recognized you and you didn't get a good look at the woman on the train it's now or never what are you going to do
0: this is the big decision to decide which grandma is real grandma. I can either go on the train and see if secret agent grandma is my real grandma or if B Arthur is my real grandma in the in the front. I think if I stay if I stay, I'm dealing with the aliens. If I stay, if I go with secret agent grandma, I'm going to be dealing with spies. Okay. Doesn't that seem, like, fitting?
1: Could be. If you leap aboard before the train pulls out, turn to page 110. If you believe you found the right grandma, go to page 26.
0: I don't think I found the right grandma, but I also don't want to go on the train. Can I just close the book and just drink a lemonade?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not an option.
0: Not an option. All right. You know what? I'm going to go against my better judgment, and I'm going to believe I found the right grandma.
1: Okay. Go to page 26. It's so
0: nice to see my cookie.
1: Your grandmother gazes down at you. Her eyes sparkle. Two dimples crinkle her cheeks as she smiles. You grin up at her. You must have imagined seeing the unwoman. How could you have two grandmas? <laughs> the unwoman? The. What did I say? The unwoman. <laughs> you must have imagined seeing that other woman. How could you have two grandmas? It's a dumb idea. She's
0: probably an unwoman. She wasn't
1: real. <laughs> Get your grandma to a cab on page 44.
0: I just think this is going to be the more entertaining um, option. Sure. Yeah. Let me
1: help you with those. You reach for one of grandma's two large suitcases. Grandma shakes her head. No, no,
0: I'm perfectly balanced. If you take one, I'll probably topple over. (laughs) She giggles. (laughs) Now that would be a sight.
1: You lead her out of the railroad station to a taxi. Grandma shoves her suitcases into the trunk and then she climbs into the cab beside you. Give the driver your address. She instructs. And then tell me all about yourself. You do as she says. But as you launch into a long story about your brilliant performance at school yesterday, she interrupts you. Tell me about the rose garden. Grandma demands. Try not to be annoyed and turn to page 18.
0: Um, bitch, I was talking about my brilliant musical performance at school.
1: (laughs) You sigh.
0: The roses are great.
1: You answer politely.
0: Mom says they're usually large this year. Unusually large this year.
1: I'm adding uns, you're forgetting them. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Grandma leans back in her car seat.
0: That is excellent. Why do you want to know about our garden?
1: You ask. She pats your hand.
0: I lived in the house before your grandmother and father did. Before your mother mother and father- (laughs) Now I'm doing it! Fuck! I lived in the house before your mother and father did. And I planted the eggs in the garden. Eggs? (laughs) You repeat. The fuck? (laughs) How could you plant eggs? Grandma looks startled. I meant seeds. I planted those seeds for the rose bushes. Those roses have been there as long as I can remember. You remark. You must have planted them a long time ago. Fifteen years ago, Grandma tells you. They're the only roses planted by the light of shooting stars. She chuckles. Meteors, really. So many meteors fell. Night turned
1: into day. The taxi pulls into your driveway.
0: I must see the roses right away. Grandma
1: leaps out of the cab and disappears to the back of the house. That ain't my (laughs) grandma. You stare at her. Was she always this weird? The driver pops open to the the trunk to get Grandma's bags. He reaches in and tugs and yanks and grunts and pulls.
0: Give the guy a hand on page 101. It's gonna open up and it's gonna be like, oh no, it's the vibrating monster truck. That was a word association and it went in a direction I didn't think it was going to go. (laughs) What's the the problem? You asked the struggling
1: crab (laughs) driver. (laughs) (laughs) The crabs are breeding, breeding, the crabs are breeding Uh. You ask the struggling cab driver Skipped breakfast this morning? The cab driver glares glares at you Sweat trickles down his forehead You try to lift those bags He grunts You reach in and grab the handle at the top of the suitcase Whoa! That bag is heavy You grit your teeth and yank hard. Every muscle strains as you lift the bag out of the trunk.
0: I don't get it. You murmur. Grandma carried both of those bags without any trouble.
1: Then Grandma must be a weightlifter. The cab driver snaps. Together, you half-drag, half-carry the luggage to the front door. You drop yours with a loud thud. That must weigh 200 pounds. You gasp. The cab driver glances around. Let's open them. He whispers. I want to know what grandma has that weighs so much. What a
0: fucking perv.
1: Hmm. You know it would be snooping, but you're dying of curiosity. What are you going to do?
0: We're going to open the suitcases.
1: Open the suitcases on page 85.
0: Tell the cab driver no way. I'm curious too. I want to know.
1: No way to telling the cab driver no way. (laughs) We have to now know what this weighs. (laughs)
0: we're just gonna we're just gonna move on from that
1: you have to find out what make the suitcases weigh so much then you have to find out how grandma carried them so easily okay you whisper to the cab driver. But hurry! You glance around. No grandma. Great. You figure she's still checking out her precious rose bushes. The cab driver fiddles with the lock on the luggage. Hmm. He murmurs. I've never seen a lock like this before. You bend down beside him. You examine the small lock on the suitcase. It glows blue and feels warm in your hand. It's not a combination lock, and it doesn't seem to have a slot for a key. It is weird. You agree? Now I really want to get those bags open. The cab driver laughs. I can't resist a challenge. You peer closely at the lock. You notice a small rose etched into the metal.
0: I wonder if.
1: You press hard on the rose. The lock snaps open.
0: Find out what's inside the suitcase. Is it alien vibrating monster trucks?
1: We'll see. The lock pops open. The suitcase begins to vibrate. Oh! <laughs> Here we go.
0: Vroom, broom. vroom, vroom. vroom.
1: You, st- you stumble backward, banging into the startled cab driver. He trips and the two of you tumble off the front step. You land hard on the lawn. The suitcase spins around and around. As it's bouncing wildly, the sides slowly open. Purple mist escapes from the bag with a hissing sound. What's going on? The cab driver stammers. But you can't answer him. You are too stunned by what you're seeing. With a whoosh, a giant rose bush bursts from Grandma's suitcase. Oh. You scramble to your feet. The terrified cab driver is still sprawled on the ground directly below the huge rose bush. Grandma races around the corner of the house. Oh! She calls. I see you found my prize plant. You stare up at the dozen of giant flowers towering over you. Each butt is twice the size of your head. But... Grandma smiles. A strange evil smile. How did it get so big? She she finishes you. She finishes for you.
0: My rose has a very special diet, and I think it's time for lunch.
1: Find out what's on the menu on page 117.
0: I think I made the wrong decision.
1: Yes. Grandma croons. I
0: think my baby is
1: hungry. You gaze up at the huge rose bush. Could it be? Is it moving? Your heart pounds triple time. One of the enormous roses bends down towards the cab driver. In a flash, it gobbles him up. Oh, Jesus. You shut your eyes, but you can still hear the cab driver's muffled screams. Uh, uh, then, silence. Trembling. You open your eyes. Oh no, the gigantic flower is inches from your head. Good baby. Grandma coos.
0: You ate every bite of dinner, so now you get to have a nice treat for dessert.
1: Eek! You have a terrible feeling you know what dessert is going to be. Well, what could you expect with a nickname like... Cookie. The end.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. Don't be nosy. Don't rifle through a grandmother's things. That's... The lesson here. What page were we on? We're gonna tell the cab driver no way on page seven.
1: Tell the cab driver no way on page seven.
0: Go fuck yourself, stranger. One death, two more, and we're tied. Yep. Forget it.
1: You scold the cab driver. That's snooping. And f- that should have been what I decided on. The front door pops open. What's taking you so long? Grandma demands. She strides to the cab, grasps the suitcase handles, and lifts both bags. I need to start working out. The cab driver mutters. Come on, Cookie. Grandma beams at you. Show me my room. It's at the top of the stairs. You tell her. You follow her into the house. Perfect. She croons, entering the guest room. Right over the rose
0: garden, I'll watch my babies growing out of the ground.
1: Did you hear right?
0: Your babies? You repeat. That's not that weird. People call flowers and pets their babies all the time. Mm -hmm.
1: Grandma spins around and stares at you. Then she smiles. I think of the rose bushes as my babies. She explains grandma isn't just unusual you think she's plain weird i'm
0: like a little sedated
1: yeah, i was i was just gonna say the same thing <laughs> this is like uh be be arthur on ambien yeah <laughs> ambien, arthur. ambien arthur uh title uh you peer down you've never paid much attention to the garden before it takes up most of the backyard not a park Doesn't a flower spout up from each bush? Mm -hmm. Okay, so this year they're wacky colors, and they are much larger than usual. But basically, what's the big deal? Grandma suddenly stiffens beside you. Find out what's wrong on page 30.
0: There are two strangers at the back door, Grandma says. Get rid of them.
1: You want to finish that line? We don't need nosy neighbors poking around. <laughs> you glance out the window and smile. Those are just my friends, Sophie and Andrew. You assure her? The fuck, two more friends? <laughs> oh my God. Is it possible for a person to have four friends? Not in the Goosebumps world <laughs> <laughs> there has <laughs> This is the most popular kid in Goosebumps. I
0: know, Jesus. Hey guys.
1: Well, I guess in Batwing Hall, he had a lot of friends, but they were new friends.
0: Yes. Hey, guys.
1: You call. Sophie and Andrew, look up. Sophie is the toughest kid you know. She's not afraid of anything. Bugs, snakes, rats, nothing scares her. All of those things scare you. (laughs) Correct. You never, ever dare her to do anything because she'll do it and then double dare you. Andrew's stringy brown hair sticks out in weird clumps. Whenever Andrew thinks hard about something, he rubs his head, so his hair is always a mess, because he never stops thinking. Friends of yours? Grandma murmurs. I must meet them. Okay! You lean out the back window. Yo, guys! (laughs) You yell? That's how you know he has a lot of friends. He says yo. Yo. He's got street cred. (laughs) You're about to tell them to come upstairs when Grandma grasps your arm.
0: Not now. She orders. I need to freshen up after my travels. Unpack. Maybe take a nap.
1: You rub your arm (laughs) where she grabbed you. She's one tough grandma. Turn to page 120. Run along now. Grandma tells you. You bound out of her room downstairs and out the back door. You hate to admit it, but your own grandma gives you the creeps. You can't shake the feeling that something is very wrong. Sophie and Andrew are sprawled on your back porch. Hey, guys. You greet them. What's up? This is tough. the tough one.
0: The tough one. We're
1: hungry. Sophie announces. We
0: need brownies.
1: Andrew nods.
0: Or we'll collapse before the big event.
1: What big event? You ask, leading them into the kitchen. You set a plate of mom's fresh brownies on the table. Sophie and Andrew are too busy munching to Ooh, answer.
0: How are mom's brownies fresh? She just went on a fucking trip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she probably made them like right before she left.
0: That's not fresh. She had to put saran on those.
1: They don't... Do you have to eat them out of Hot the oven? Hot out of the oven. That's fresh. Hot still in the oven. Hot out of the <laughs> oven. Sophie and Andrew are too, are too busy munching to answer. Finally, Sophie swallows. Milk. She croaks. Give me milk. So whatever you say, zip. <laughs> you grab the carton. You hold it over Sophie's head. Tell me what the big event is. You insist, or I'll give you a milk shampoo. Andrew snorts.
0: How about a Milky Way
1: shampoo? He holds up a newspaper. Check this out. Is that supposed to be funny? <laughs> I think so.
0: Well, I think so because it's probably a space-related thing on the newspaper.
1: Oh. <laughs> you grab <laughs> the so newspaper. Just a
0: randomly say.
1: He's not me. <laughs> <laughs> you grab the newspaper and scan the article. Meteor shower tonight. You read aloud. Cool. You peer at the tiny map. Then your eyes widen. Hey, that's my house. You sputter. Fifteen years ago, a
0: meteor crashed here, right in our rose garden.
1: Turn to page sixty-five. I knew this was gonna be like brains, brains, oh. oh. Grandma said she planted roses during a meteor shower, but she never mentioned a meteor landed in the garden. Didn't she notice? I'm
0: pretty sure she did mention that. Let's look for pieces of the meteor. I don't know what to give Sophie. She's just, like, tough girl. Yeah. Yeah. Let's look for pieces of the meteor, Sophie suggests. I don't think we'll be able to recognize the meteor fragments. You
1: caution her. They'll just look like regular rocks. We should search anyway, Sophie insists. You know better than to argue with Sophie. You, Andrew, and Sophie head out the back door. You're surprised to see Grandma kneeling in the rose garden. She changed out of her purple and yellow outfit into an even stranger one, a shiny silver jumpsuit.
0: I thought she was taking a nap. You murmur. Is that your grandmother?
1: Andrew asks. I think so. You answer uncertainly. Sophie laughs. (laughs) What do you mean? Don't you know your own grandmother? Right now, you're not too sure. Turn to page 75. I
0: didn't know my grandmother because she was... Hmm.
1: You stare at the woman in the rose garden, the woman who claims to be your grandmother. You think back to the train station, your mother's strange phone call. Could the grandma in the garden be an imposter? She looks cool. Sophie interrupts your thoughts. Introduce us. Maybe you should tell Sophie and Andrew your suspicions. They can help you keep an eye on her. Try to figure out if she says who she says she is. Or maybe you're just being silly. After all, why would anyone impersonate your grandmother? And she did say she wanted to meet your friends. If you introduce Andrew and Sophie to Grandma, turn to page 84. If you spy on her first, turn to page 78. She's going to eat
0: my friends like they ate those brownies, so we're going to spy on this bitch first. Okay.
1: Grandma makes you nervous. You want to find out more about her. I'll introduce you later. You tell Sophie and Andrew. Right now there's something you need to help me with. You lead them back into the house. Sitting at the kitchen table, you quickly describe all the strange things you've noticed about Grandma since she's been here. Sophie snorts. Uh,
0: so your grandmother is stronger than you? What's the big deal? And my mom is always mixing up words.
1: Andrew adds.
0: Half the time she calls me by my sister's name. So what if your grandma said eggs instead of eggs?
1: Seeds you sigh. They don't believe you.
0: Oh god. Some friends. Where's where's Ginny and Weasley whatever the other one was It's more than grandma's weird behavior.
1: You explain
0: it's a feeling I have Andrew and Sophie laugh.
1: (laughs) Oh, excuse me Sophie teases. I didn't realize you had a feeling
0: and we all know how reliable those feelings are
1: Andrew adds Guys. You ran, You run your hands through your hair. I'm hair.
0: serious.
1: Don't freak. Sophie consoles you with a laugh. We think you're nuts, but we'll still help you. Yeah. Andrew nods.
0: Spying will be fun. What's the plan?
1: Plan? You haven't thought of one yet. You gaze out the kitchen window at Grandma in the garden. Maybe we should watch Grandma
0: and try to figure out what she's doing in the rose garden.
1: You suggest. Okay. Andrew and Sophie head to the door. Then you have another idea. Or maybe we should search her room. Andrew and Sophie gaze at you.
0: She's your your grandmother.
1: Andrew says. Make
0: up your mind.
1: You heard Andrew. Choose. Spy on Grandma in the garden at 79 or search her room on 53.
0: I already got in trouble for snooping on her before, so we're just going to spy on her in the garden. Because I got in trouble last time for snooping. Great. Let's find out what Grandma's doing in the garden. You say. Won't she notice us?
1: Andrew asks. You gaze out the kitchen window. The
0: treehouse! You
1: exclaim. We can spy on her from there. Sophie slaps you a high five. Great plan! You, Sophie, and Andrew dart out out the door. You scurry up the tree trunk. At the top, you pull yourself onto the platform. Andrew and Sophie flop down beside you on the weathered planks. You peer down at Grandma. She moves slowly through the rows of roses, stopping at each one. Sophie fakes a yawn. Wake
0: me when something exciting happens.
1: Grandma kneels beside a rose bush and gently brushes the soil away from the roots. Then, very carefully, she brings something up from under the ground. A huge purple egg. You gasp. (gasps) Grandma did plant eggs in the rose garden. A large purple egg in her hand pulses as if it were breathing. As if it were getting ready to burst from the shell. Turn to page 58. Look at this. You whisper. Sophie and Andrew pop their heads over the side of the treehouse. Grandma holds up another throbbing purple egg. (laughs) She puts her free hand in her mouth. What? When she pulls it back out, her index finger has turned lime green. A metal tip as sharp as a pin extends where her nail should be. That's not a human finger. You realize that is jarring. <laughs> Grandma sticks the metal tip into the pulsing egg. It throbs faster. Then it glows as if it were lit up from the inside. Satisfied, Grandma lays the egg back down on the ground. She's fertilizing her eggs. How you like your eggs? Try to try to try to, try to try then she moves on to the next rose bush. Soon, she makes her way through the entire garden and heads back to the house. Andrew and Sophie stare at you.
0: I hate to have to say this. Andrew begins. Your your, your, your grandma is... She's... she's uh, I mean,
1: I, th- I think... Sophie tries. You nod miserably. I know. You say. My grandma is an alien. Turn to page 69.
0: Mmm. Since We just fertilized those eggs (laughs) When
1: I say fried I'm talking breakfast eggs But when I fertilize Those the eggs between the legs You sit in silence, too stunned to think Shouldn't we do something? Sophie finally asks Yes Andrew chimes in
0: Let's call the police (laughs) And tell them what You demand There's an alien in my yard Digging up purple eggs And poking them with a green fingernail You snort (laughs) Would you believe that story?
1: I guess not.
0: I guess not. Oh,
1: sorry. Your your snorts keep taking me <laughs> by surprise. There's a, they're snorting because they're like laughing, not because they're turning into pigs.
0: Oh, <laughs> would you believe that story? I guess not.
1: Andrew admits.
0: I know what we have to do. Sophie says we have to capture your grandma, then we'll torture her until she spills her guts. Jesus.
1: Whoa! Is Sophie serious? Turn to page 114.
0: And uh, begin uh, the beginnings of the movie Hostel.
1: Sophie! You stare at your friend.
0: She grins. Just kidding about the torture part. But I think we should capture your grandma. A horrible thought hits you. Oh no. You gasp. If the woman in the garden is an alien, then the woman I saw at the train station must be my real grandmother.
1: What should you do? Your real grandmother is in danger, but you and your friends are in danger too. Maybe the whole world is in danger from the alien. You don't know why she's here. Try to capture the alien grandma on page 73. Try to rescue your real grandmother on page 51.
0: The book is giving me one of those pivot decisions where it's like, okay, here's your option to go back into the first storyline, and I think that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go try and rescue real grandmother and jump back into story plot A. Okay. Kind of like what we did with the wax museum. The alien is an imposter. You exclaim. She's done something with my real
1: grandma. We have to save her. You explain to Sophie and Andrew about seeing the other woman on the train. We have to go back to the train station. You start climbing out of the tree house. Do you really think she'll still be there? Sophie asks. The question stops you. You cling to the tree trunk. <gasps> <laughs> Maybe going to the train station is a dumb idea, but it's the only idea that you have.
0: What else can we do? You demand. At least it's a place to start.
1: You scurry the rest of the way down and land with a soft thud on the grass. Sophie and Andrew drop down beside you. The three of you sneak around the side of the house. No, side of gra- no sign of grandma. You dash across the front lawn.
0: No, there's no A. It's just... There is an A. No, it's that's a C. Mine has an A. Yours has an A? Yeah. Oh. No, mine
1: didn't. You glance up. Something moved in that tree. Who or what made that sound? Find out on page six. This one doesn't have an A. Oh. You hear again. You peer up into the tree by your front gate.
0: There's a man up there! You
1: exclaim. What voice does the man in the tree have? I don't know. Don't look
0: up! (laughs)
1: The man in the tree orders. You, Sophie, and and Andrew immediately stare down at the ground. Tell me. The man continues. Is
0: your grandma around?
1: Your head snaps up. Do you want to see her? You demand.
0: No, no. No, no.
1: The man tells you in a hoarse whisper.
0: I want to make sure she doesn't see me.
1: (laughs) You tell him. The man leaps down from the tree. His brown eyes narrow as he studies your face. His mane glistens beautifully. <laughs> he seems to be sizing you up. Like a horse would. <laughs> Two can play at that game, you figure. You check him out. His black hair is cut very short. He wears torn black jeans and a black t shirt. So, who are you?
0: Special Agent Ben
1: The man says.
0: I'm an alien investigator, and I think the four of us should have a chat.
1: Should you trust this guy? Maybe he can help you. Or maybe he's another imposter. Get rid of Bendry on 19, spill the beans on 27. Let's
0: spill them beans. I can trust a man in a tree.
1: Maybe this guy can help you, you reason. But you need to be careful. After all, you brought home the wrong grandma. It's like already your choices have not been good.
0: What do you mean? You're an alien investigator.
1: You ask. The guy grins.
0: What does it sound like? So why did you ask about grandma?
1: Sophie demands. Good question. You wish you thought of it. (laughs) Special Agent Pendry glances around.
0: Because I know that that woman claiming to be your grandmother is an imposter.
1: Your mouth drops open.
0: How do you know?
1: Pendry's voice drops down to a low whisper. Your real grandma's my partner. (laughs) Turn to page 48.
0: Yeah, Secret Agent Grandma. My grandma's a special agent, too?
1: You're so shocked, your voice squeaks.
0: Exactly!
1: Bendry tells you.
0: We've been tracking an alien who we believe has assumed your grandmother's identity. Why would anyone impersonate my grandma?
1: Your head is spinning. Bendry shrugs.
0: To find out how much we know? To feed us false information? It could be anything. Why is the alien here? Andrew asks. We're not sure.
1: Bendry replies.
0: The alien planted eggs in the rose garden here. We suspect they're about to hatch. You
1: shudder. (gasps) Sophie's face has grown pale. Andrew looks like he's ready to throw up.
0: I need your help.
1: Bendry continues. We
0: know where they've taken your grandma. The trouble is the aliens who captured her know me. But you may be able to sneak into their headquarters.
1: Your mouth suddenly goes dry. me You choke out. Or... Bendry goes...
0: You can keep an eye on the eggs.
1: Both choices sound terrifying, but you have to pick one. Help find grandma on 20, spy on the alien eggs 17.
0: We're gonna help find grandma.
1: Help find grandma.
0: Fuck those eggs. Grandma already did. (laughs) I wanna help find my real grandma. You declare... Good choice, kid.
1: Bendry smiles at you.
0: Come on!
1: He leads you through the town. In a few minutes, you, Sophie, Andrew, and Special Agent Bendry stand outside an, ab- uh, an abandoned rail yard. One train car sits alone in the back of the yard. The
0: aliens tra- to drag, dra- mm, the, alien, mm. the aliens, dragged your grandma to the last train car.
1: Bendry explains. Then
0: they unhooked the car from the one in front of it and brought it here.
1: You gaze at the nearly empty train yard. You shiver. Just being here gives you the creeps. Knowing aliens in, are inside that train car makes your knees wobble with fear. Let's go! Fendry leads you, Sophie, and Andrew to a small opening in the fence. You crawl through and sneak towards the train car. The sun is setting. You
0: know the Cronks, um sneaking music? <laughs> t- no. Crunk's um, Emperor's New Groove where he's got the sack and he's going. Burr,
1: burr, burr. I, I figured it was from Emperor's New Groove with Krunk in it.
0: Yeah, it was like oh, okay.
1: No, I don't remember. It's I mean, been a long put, time since I've seen it. I
0: mean I can't put it in the club because that's Disney, but still.
1: The sun is setting, throwing weird shadows. Your heart pounds so fast you're afraid the aliens might hear inside. Mm-hmm. And the, you're afraid the aliens inside might hear it. <laughs> Suddenly the night sky brightens.
0: The meteor shower.
1: Sophie gasps.
0: Oh no! Bendry
1: explains. Why is he so upset about the meteor shower, you wonder?
0: Bitch, you already know. The meteor shower and the roses and the eggs, it all correlates. Turn to page 42.
1: You glance at Bendry. Your mouth drops open in horror. By the bright light of the meteor shower rays, you can see... Clear, you can clearly see Special Agent Bendry. He's transforming in front of you. Stocks shoot out from his face. Clusters of eyeballs dangle from the stalks. No. His head is becoming a massive skull as if human skin slithers off and drips to the ground. No. Sophie shrieks. You're too terrified to make a sound or to run.
0: I trusted Bendry way too much. Three
1: creatures exactly like Bendry burst through the train car door. They quickly drag you and your friends inside. Sorry, Bendry apologizes to the other creatures.
0: I tried to get back before the meteors hit, but these kids delayed me.
1: No problem. One of the gross creatures responds. We know just how to handle them. It grins. When Special Agent Bendry told you he was an alien investigator, he didn't mean he investigated aliens. He meant he was an alien who investigated. Too bad you didn't investigate his story, because now you're about to come to a gruesome... And
0: oh, come on. I guess I can't jump back into the other story then. All right. So I guess we're not help. I guess we're I guess we're um watching the eggs, we're just being fucking birds, yeah, on page 17. 17. Two deaths.
1: Two deaths.
0: We'll keep an eye on the eggs for you.
1: You tell Special Agent Bendry. He gives a sharp nod.
0: Good. You should be safe if you act like you believe that woman is your real grandma,
1: he assures you. Then he takes off down the street. Wait! You call after him. He never told you what you're supposed to do if the eggs hatch. But he's gone. You, Sophie, and Andrew spend the rest of the afternoon in your room. You take turns peering down at the garden. Still nothing. Sophie
0: grumbles. This is boring.
1: Maybe it all ties in with the meteor shower tonight. You suggest? We'll go downstairs right before it begins. Later that evening, the three of you sneak out to the garden. Grandma is in the living room watching TV. You flick on your flashlight. Do we have our weapons? You ask. So uh, Sophie hands you three water guns. You fill them with bug spray. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's the best you can do on short notice.
0: I mean, a lighter maybe to like Mm. light the bug spray. It's a kid's book. Okay. You announce. We're ready.
1: Wait for the meter shower to begin on page 124.
0: Okay, this was obviously the right decision to have made because it's like end game, you know?
1: Suddenly, your flashlights blink out. Oh no! You gasp. What's wrong with the flashlights?
0: (sighs) Look at the sky!
1: Sophie yells. You glance up. Your mouth drops open in awe. The sky is lit up with shooting stars. Hundreds of specks of light dance in the blackness. The night becomes almost as bright as day. There must be hundreds of them. Andrew murmurs. You gaze at the dazzling sight. It's beautiful. You begin to say. Then you glance over at at the rose garden. You begin to tremble. (laughs) The eggs are completely visible in the brilliant light of the meteor shower. They bounce around on the ground. You hear a low, rumbling sound like a refrigerator humming. It's coming from the eggs.
0: I think they're about to hatch! You
1: shout. Turn to page 113. Uh, 131. Oh no! Get ready! You holler. Sophie and Andrew clutch their water guns. You aim yours directly at the pulsing humming eggs in front of you. The night sky brightens even more. With a roar, the eggs burst open. Bits of purple eggshell rain down on you. Creatures crawl out of the eggs. Each one of them is different. A striped football-shaped creature scuttles up to you on 12 spidery legs. Ugh. Your fingers tighten on your the trigger of your water gun.
0: Fucking shoot first, ask
1: questions later on page 32. Before you can shoot, the spidery creature speaks in perfect English.
0: Thank you for rescuing us.
1: It chirps. You're welcome. You stammer.
0: Your grandma is an evil alien who kept us captive.
1: The creature explains. You
0: have released us from our prison shells. We owe you our lives. We will never leave you.
1: Say what? Oh, what are one of
0: these like the fucking aliens from <laughs> You've Saved Our Lives, We Are Eternally Grateful. <laughs> Spe- Special Agent Bendry rushes out of your house. While you were keeping an eye on the eggs, we snuck in
1: and captured Grandma. He tells you. She's in custody now, thanks for your help. <laughs> he dashes off. Wait! You call after him. Too late. He's gone. You never got to ask him one very important question. How are you going to explain the dozen of alien houseguests to your parents? Well... Your mom was always telling you to make more friends. The The end. end.
0: I think that's the best ending I'm going to get. No,
1: it is not. I
0: think it is. What does Oh, wait. The decision I have to go back is I have to go hide and I have to go searching through her room?
1: No, 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 no. Yeah. The decision that you made in the treehouse.
0: I already did that. Oh, tell Bendry to go away.
1: Or tell Ben. Yeah, tell Bendry to go away would be the last one.
0: Okay. All right. Get rid of Bendry on 19.
1: Alien investigator, great joke. You force a laugh. Isn't
0: that funny, guys?
1: You turn to Sophie and Andrew, hoping they get what you're doing. Total laugh riot. Sophie guffaws. Had
0: me in stitches.
1: Andrew adds. Listen. You say to Bendry. We have an appointment. We don't have time for games. You march briskly down the walk.
0: You'll be sorry.
1: Bendry calls after you. You could really use my help. You ignore him. You hurry down the street. Sophie and Andrew on your heels. Are you sure? Andrew begins. You glare up at him, and he shuts up. Of course you're not sure, you think, but you don't trust that special agent guy. You just hope you don't regret refusing to speak to him. I
0: already do. Turn to page 25.
1: Finally, you, Sophie, and Andrew arrive at the train station. The place is deserted. Your footsteps echo in the stillness as you trudge down the platform into the station. Even the information booth is closed.
0: Now what?
1: Sophie asks. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. You snap. Andrew starts rubbing his head. Good. That means his brain is working. (laughs) Maybe he'll figure out what to do. You glance up and down the platform. A light in the distance begins to get bigger. The platform begins to rumble. Train coming in. The train gives you an idea. You'll ask the conductor for a train schedule. Then maybe you can figure out where Grandma's train was headed. You explain your plan to Sophie and Andrew. Whatever. Sophie shrugs her shoulders. (laughs) You can tell she doesn't think it's much of a plan. The train roars into the station. Now that's strange, you think? No one is getting on, and no one is getting off. Well, yeah, no one's, get... <laughs> no one's getting off in this story. Turn to
0: page 39, except those eggs. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's get on board. You say? We'll track down a conductor. You, Sophie, and Andrew board the train. You slide, open the door, and enter the first car, and stop. A chill of horror runs along your spine. Your fingers tremble with fear. They're, they Andrew stammers. Ghosts. You whisper. The train is filled with shimmering figures, and each more terrifying than the last. Heads float by without bodies. Bodies float by without heads. Skeletons move up and down the aisle. Wispy, cloudy girls and boys hover a few inches off the ground. You reach for the door handle. It won't budge, and the train begins to move. We're trapped! You shriek. If only you had stayed at home and listened to Special Agent Vendry. Because compared to these ghouls, an alien is nothing. And now, you're stuck on the train going nowhere. That is, nowhere you want to go. Let's put it this way. Now that you're on the ghost train, this adventure has definitely come to the, the end. end. Oh,
0: God damn it. So, this just it's, feels like branching dead ends left and right. I honestly think... No,
1: there was a, the... Because when you were in the treehouse, you yeah, had the... Yeah,
0: the choice was to either spy on Grandma or... Let me let me see. I'll, I'll find it. Uh, if you spy on her first, go to 78. 41. Cap, try to capture the alien Grandma is the next choice to make. Instead of finding and rescue my real Grandma. Yes. Which I think is just going to be another dead end, honestly. But this these are the rules. So I've, what, died three times now? Four? Four? Jeez. That's the fourth. Jesus Christ. Okay, capture the alien grandma on 73. Cause I just want to go snooping in her room now. I, I like, but I know that's not how these books go. We better try to capture the alien. You decide. It's the only way we'll be able to get someone to believe us and help us. Andrew adds with a shudder. But how? There are three of us and only one alien.
1: Sophie points out.
0: Maybe we can knock her out and lock her up.
1: Lock her out. Lock her out and knock her up. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best idea anyone can come up with. You two hide in the garage. You instruct your friends.
0: I'll find some way to lure Grandma there. Then you'll jump
1: her. That way we have surprise on our side. Sounds good. Andrew says. Sophie nods in agreement. The three of you rush to the garage. You drum your fingers on the door, trying to think of a way to get Grandma to follow the plan. What would attract Grandma's attention, you wonder? Then it hits you. The roses, of course. She'll definitely come running if something threatens her precious roses. You grab the garden hose and turn it on full blast. Then you drag the spurting hose out to the rose garden. You shove it into into a large bush. Water sprays everywhere. Grandma! You shout. Come quick, the roses are drowning! Will Grandma fall for the plan? Find out on page 16. Grandma's
0: probably going to fucking murder me now.
1: Grandma! You call again louder. The roses! Grandma dashes towards you. She spots the hose and yanks it out of the bush. It gushes water. We have to turn it off in the garage. You tell her.
0: And I don't think I'm strong enough.
1: Grandma eyes you suspiciously. Mm. She murmurs. But she heads for the garage. You follow right behind her, with your fingers crossed. Grandma enters the dark garage. You hold your breath. Yeah! Sophie shrieks as she leaps down from a stack of cartons. She lands right on top of Grandma. Andrew hurls himself onto a pair uh onto the struggling pair. Sophie she's squeezes, she's squeezes herself, from herself from under Grandma and Andrew. Andrew wraps Grandma in your badminton net as they roll over and over. You rush over. You so, you and Sophie hold Grandma as Andrew wiggles out of the net. Grandma stops strugg- struggling. You
0: never would have gotten away with this if it weren't for this dinky human disguise, she
1: snarls. You humans are so weak. You drape your bicycle chain around her and snap the lock shut. But we got the best of you, you retort. You, Sophie, and Andrew run out of the garage.
0: We did it.
1: (laughs) Sophie cries.
0: We actually captured an alien. We'll be heroes.
1: Andrew crows, but you can't join in the celebration. You've just thought of something, something terrifying. Sophie and Andrew dance around on the lawn, then they notice your face.
0: What's wrong with you? What's wrong? What's wrong with you?
1: Andrew Andrew demands
0: We had a great plan and it worked perfectly We got the alien Yes Yes, we did
1: You say slowly But
0: there are still all of those
1: You point at the rose garden The rose garden filled with purple pulsing eggs
0: Grandma called the roses her babies You
1: explain Those
0: must be her alien children And I think they're about to hatch
1: Sophie gasps
0: If they hatch, we'll be totally outnumbered Should we call the authorities right now?
1: You ask them Or do
0: we figure out something to do with the eggs?
1: Andrew and Sophie don't say a word. They just stare at you. So it's up to you. Call the authorities or deal with the eggs.
0: <sighs> well, like NWA, I'm going to say fuck the police.
1: <laughs> and deal with the eggs on page 115. And I
0: hope it's not just the same exact ending I just had before. We better do something about the eggs. You decide. I think grandma will stay put for
1: a while. You, Sophie, and Andrew approach, uh, approach the rose garden. Dozen of per large purple eggs lie scattered on the ground. They're not pulsing or glowing anymore.
0: What do you think they are? Sophie whispers. I don't know.
1: You admit. They could be alien
0: food or alien flower bulbs or little alien monsters waiting to hatch.
1: Andrew adds. You glare at him. Thanks for pointing that out. You gaze back at the two rows of roses wondering what to do. You can't help noticing it's getting dark.
0: What if we stick them in the fridge?
1: Andrew tugs at his messy hair. It would
0: be too cold for them to hatch, and we can have them analyzed at a lab tomorrow. Or maybe we could squash sh- them. You know it sounds harsh, but it might be the safest thing to do. It is absolutely not the safest thing to do. We're just gonna refrigerate. You're gonna them.
1: refrigerate them. I feel
0: like squashing the eggs is gonna make them like explode or something. Refrigeration is the way to go, cause you... it, cause it just puts a band-aid on things.
1: You decide. You, Sophie, and Andrew gather up the eggs. It takes each of you three trips to get them all into the house. By eating the leftover plate of chicken, throwing out the Brussels sprouts, and rearranging the milk and juice, you manage to fit all the eggs into the refrigerator. By the time you're done, it's dark outside. Uh,
0: guys? You
1: say to Sophie and Andrew.
0: Not that I'm scared or anything, but would you mind sleeping over?
1: They must understand how you're feeling. They don't even tease you. They just exchange a nervous look and say yes. The next morning, the sun streams through your bedroom window. You stretch wiggling your toes and fingers. Then you freeze. Your heart pounds in your chest. Noises, noises downstairs. Oh, they fucking hatched. You leap out of bed, trying to avoid stepping on Sophie and Andrew in their sleeping bags. Wake up. You whisper. There's something moving around downstairs. Sophie's eyes widen. Grandma.
0: The eggs.
1: Andrew gulps. You, Sophie and Andrew sneak downstairs. You huddle outside the kitchen door. On three. You instruct them. One, two. Your voices shake with fear. Three. With a shout, the three of you charge into the kitchen.
0: Who dare? Turn
1: on, see, find out on page 90, 90. You tear across the linoleum. You smash right into your mom. Oh, wow. I wasn't expecting to run into my parents again. I was. She shrieks and drops a plate of scrambled eggs. Ah! Uh. Your dad jumps up from the table, scattering his newspaper.
0: Ah! Mom, Dad, what are you doing here?
1: You demand. I got an
0: emergency call for work.
1: Mom explains, cleaning up the mess.
0: That's what I told you on the phone at the train station, remember? So we cut our trip short. We just got in half an hour ago. We didn't want to wake you. Where's Grandma?
1: You sneak a peek at Sophie and Andrew. Uh, I guess she's still sleeping? You mumble. Well, it might be true, even if she is sleeping in the garage. Sit down, kids. Your mom commands.
0: I made a huge
1: breakfast. Excellent. You, Sophie, and Andrew woof down three big plates of scrambled eggs. No, you dumbasses. <laughs> even your dad, who usually only has his coffee in the morning, manages to finish a second helping. Funny. He says. I can't stop eating these eggs. You suddenly have trouble swallowing.
0: <sighs> God damn it. Mom? You ask. Where did you get the eggs?
1: You aren't happy when you hear the answer. From the refrigerator, silly. She tells you. She scoops up another forkful. Did you buy them? There weren't any when we left. Uh, you gaze at Sophie, then Andrew, then you stare down at the plate of food.
0: Were they, uh, kind of unusual looking?
1: You ask your mom. Come to think of it, they were rather large. (laughs) She thinks for a moment. And a strange color. Your stomach flip-flops. You've been eating alien eggs. Have you heard the expression, you are what you eat? You're about to find out how true it really is. The The end. end. All right, five deaths. So let's smash the eggs.
0: I have incurred a penalty.
1: You have incurred a penalty.
0: God damn it. This isn't the decisions I wanted to make at all. Like, I've I've been forced to make three choices I did not want to make. And now I'm about to make a fourth decision that I don't want to make. Because I think the right answer is literally just going into the room and, and checking her room. Let's go smash the eggs.
1: I think the right choice is going jumping onto the train.
0: <laughs> you think there's there's usually a good ending with... I think the best ending with this was the aliens
1: hatching. Well, just, let's just keep going.
0: All right, we're going to smash them on 126. And if this is wrong, we're going to call the authorities.
1: You're probably right, Sophie says. We
0: should destroy the eggs. Yeah. Andrew agrees. Better safe than sorry, I guess.
1: Do you think stepping on them will work? Sophie asks. They look awfully big and sturdy. One way to find out. You tell her. You stride towards one of the eggs. You lift up your foot and bring it down hard. Kaboom! (sighs) That's exactly what I thought would happen. Guess you didn't notice the little purple landmines mixed with the purple alien eggs. Grandma placed them in the garden to protect her babies. Oh, well. Better luck next mine. The The end. end.
0: Six deaths. That's the most I've died in a book yet.
1: I thought you'd had seven in your very first one.
0: Yep, I did. You're right. Well, let's call the authorities and get another dead end on 49. The eggs can wait.
1: You decide.
0: We don't know how long that badminton net will hold grandma. We should turn her over to the authorities before we do anything else.
1: You, Sophie, and Andrew head back into the house. You grab the phone in the kitchen. You pause uncertainly.
0: Who do I call? You ask. No alien hotline in the phone book, huh?
1: Sophie jokes.
0: My mom says to call 911 if there's an emergency.
1: Andrew suggests. An
0: alien in the garage definitely qualifies as an emergency.
1: You declare, you punch in the numbers. Unfortunately, the emergency operator doesn't believe you. When she stops laughing, she scolds you for trying up the line.
0: Someone should be trying to phone in a real emergency.
1: <laughs> Close.
0: Someone could be trying to phone in a real
1: emergency. <laughs> she reprimands you.
0: This is a real emergency.
1: You insist, but it's too late. She's already hung up. You slam down the phone. Now what? You mutter. Turn to page 22. You don't know what to do next, so you sit at the kitchen table and scarf down a few brownies. <laughs> then you glance out the window and notice something someone sneaking around your garage. Come on, you shout. You dash out the door. Andrew and Sophie follow on your heels, but you're too late. The guy already disappeared into the garage. You charge through the door and gasp. <gasps> Grandma has transformed. She's covered in green scales and has sprouted seven arms and three heads. All three heads are smiling into the intruder's video camera. What's going on? You demand. I'm
0: interviewing your grandma. The guy explains. She'll be a great story. Cookie.
1: Grandma scolds. You're in the way. You'll block my best angle. Best angle? With three heads, there are plenty of angles to choose from. Turn to
0: page 24.
1: Your grandma was telling me about her home planet! The reporter tells you. I'm so sorry I had to frighten you, dear. She tells you.
0: But I really needed the publicity for my new...
1: movie. Huh? Seeing your confused look, all of grandma's heads laugh.
0: Everyone knows you've gotta to come to Earth to get your big brain. She explains. Lots of celebrities do it. But, 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 but... You sputter. What about the eggs in the rose garden? What about that fight we had when we captured you? That's easy. Grandma scoffs. The eggs were a dandy lunch. And the fight, well... She shrugs. I'm afraid I staged it. It was this young man's idea. She
1: nods one head at the reporter.
0: He thought it would make a good lead-in. So, Cookie, what do you think of your grandma
1: now? Your head swims.
0: My grandma? I am your grandma. I am your grandma. Are you saying that I'm an alien like
1: you? You feel faint just asking the question grandma's answer on page 122 well what are you waiting for turn the page hold it the reporter yelps
0: i've got to change tapes no way am i going to miss the story of a
1: century (laughs) mine does not say i'm going to change tape i've got to change just just no way (laughs) shut up you shout you notice andrew and sophie hanging in the doorway their eyes are wide open staring at you it's a lie you wail at them Cookie, how can you say that? Of course it's true. Grandma holds out her seven arms and hugs you.
0: This is great stuff. The reporter cheers. Child discovers alien identity.
1: Alien confesses all. I see a promotion for me. At least somebody is happy here, you think? Cheer up, seven arms could come in handy. And maybe if grandma's movie is a big hit, she'll let you be her manager. The The end. end. So we're gonna instead
0: search her room on page 53 and I am at seven deaths now. Damn, seven deaths. Snooping was the answer all along.
1: Snooping in her room.
0: God damn it. <laughs> this would be a good chance to find out more about Grandma.
1: You tell Sophie and Andrew. Let's search her room. Right, Chief. Sophie salutes you. You all trudge up to Grandma's room. The door is shut. Glancing around, you, m- turn, you quickly turn the doorknob, then the three of you slip inside. You gaze around the room. It looks just like an ordinary bedroom. Andrew fidgets beside you.
0: We should hurry. He urges. I don't want to get caught in here.
1: He's right, but where do you begin? To search the uh, closets, turn to page 62. To look under the bed, turn to page 76.
0: I am going to search the closets. That way, because I feel like if we find anything and she starts coming, it's easier to hide in the closet than hide under the bed. Mm
1: -hmm. You stride to one of the closets. This seems like a good place to start. You announce, you fling open the door and gasp. (gasps) What is it? Sophie asks, her voice trembling. You turn to her, a terrified look on your face.
0: Grandma's other clothes are even uglier than her purple and yellow (laughs)
1: outfits. Sophie punches your arm. That's not funny. Andrew laughs.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: He steps into the closet and pushes aside the rope the rows of clothes hanging from the rods, and gasp. You snort.
0: Andrew, we're not gonna fall
1: for that now. It wasn't funny the first time. Sophie adds.
0: I'm not being funny.
1: Andrew tells you. He points to the back of the closet. You peer beyond him. There, sitting on the shelves is a shoe box overflowing with hands, human hands. Ugh. Turn to page 118. Eek. You reach towards the box of hands. Your stomach lurches, but you have to find out if they're real. Your fingers gently poke at the flesh. Rubber. You let out a huge sigh. That's still pretty fucked up. (laughs) Like... They're fake. You exclaim.
0: That doesn't explain why they're here. Sophie
1: points out. Andrew searches the closet over by the window.
0: There are feet in this closet.
1: He tells you. Before you can go over to look, you hear footsteps on the stairs. Grandma. Quick, we have to get out of here. You whisper hoarsely. The footsteps are coming closer.
0: If we leave now, Sophie says. She'll see us.
1: Sophie is right. Your eyes desperately scan the room for a place to hide or a way out. Your gaze lands on the window. Do you dare or should you pop into the closet?
0: I'm not going for the window because I'm going to fall into the rose bush and then aliens and eggs, so I'm going to hide in the closet on 82.
1: In here. You hiss. You, Andrew, and Sophie pile into the closet. You yank the door shut behind you just as the bedroom door bursts open. You can hear Grandma bustling in the room. Please don't look in the closet, you think over and over. Please don't look in the closet. Sophie has her hand over her mouth. Andrew's eyes are shut. After a few tense moments, you hear the door open and close again. You glance at Sophie and Andrew. Sophie shrugs. Andrew opens his eyes and nods. You take a deep breath and open the door. All clear. Sophie pulls out one of the shoe boxes from the closet. She's got other stuff in here, too, she informs you. She holds up a wig. Andrew reaches in and pulls out a mask. It looks exactly like your mother. You feel your own very real face go pale.
0: Why would Grandma have something like that?
1: You ask. Hey, look at this. She holds up a pile of newspaper
0: clippings. They're all about the meteor shower tonight. I don't get it. You will. None of this makes any sense. Why would Grandma have those things? Why is she obsessed with the rose garden and those clippings? What is up with all of this? I think you should go ask her.
1: Sophie suggests.
0: Are you nuts?
1: Andrew scoffs.
0: We should wait until the meteor shower and see if she does something.
1: Follow Sophie's advice and ask Grandma what's up on page 125. Wait and see what happens during the meteor shower on page five.
0: You know what? I've made so many bad decisions at this point. I'm just gonna ask what's up. Like, I I'm going for broke at this point. Let's Great. go for a record for deaths.
1: This would be a record, right? Eight?
0: Is it be- no, eight is um the most that someone's made.
1: Was that Sam and Ben? I believe so. To quote Andrew, are, are you nuts? nuts? You must not read these books very often. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise you would know better. Uh, do you actually think that grandma will tell you why she has these boxes of hands and feet? Why she has a mask that could go, that could pass for your mom? What's the deal with the rose garden and the meteors? Okay, maybe she will tell you. But then, what will what will she do? Chances are, it won't be pretty. Make a very, very quickly and very, very quietly turn back to page 127 and make a different choice. Alright, fine. So I guess we're <laughs> Oh, it saved you. It did. It's like you've died enough times at this point. Yeah, and it somehow knows.
0: All right, well, we're going to see what happens during the meteor shower on page five then.
1: Wait and see seems like the best thing to do. I
0: think this is finally going to be near the end of the book.
1: But you don't want to do it here. You double check the newspaper article.
0: Let's get back here when the meteor shower is supposed to begin.
1: You instruct Sophie and Andrew. Then
0: maybe we'll find out how it all ties in together.
1: You leave a note for Grandma and head over to the park to play Frisbee. You can't help wondering what will happen. You're so distracted you miss the Frisbee every single time. That's <laughs> se- <laughs> Nice segue. <laughs> nice, nice detour. <laughs> At 7 p.m. sharp, you, Sophie, and Andrew creep back into the rose garden. It looks spooky in the dark. The roses even seem larger than they did before. There's no sign of Grandma.
0: Turn to page 15. I bet nothing will happen. You say. I'm sure there's a logical explanation for everything. Before Sophie and Andrew
1: can answer, the ground beneath your feet begins to rumble. The
0: train's coming in.
1: <laughs> What's going on? Sophie cries. You glance up. Dozens of meteors shoot across the sky. They light up the night. You can see the garden clearly. And Grandma. She stands in the middle of the roses by the light of the meteor shower you watch Grandma reach up and pull off her face <gasps> you can hear Sophie and Andrew gasp beside you I was dumb but you can't tear your eyes away Grandma's new f- new face oozes and bubbles a single yellow eye blinks in the center of the forehead her thick purple tail thrashes wildly suddenly uh, surrounding her are dozens of purple pulsating eggs the vibration from the eggs make the ground shake. Grandma lets out a bone-chilling howl, you know, ah. like aliens do.
0: Okay. Also, this is not the alien that they're describing. Explain, America, explain, explain, Einstein. Explain. Einstein. Explain. I have confusion. That's,
1: that's the other alien that they explained earlier.
0: What? No, because she had three heads, not three eyes, oh. in that video, in that explanation. The,
1: no, the one when you went to the abandoned train yard, they, halt, they had the green eyes on. Oh, things. okay, 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 okay. Grandma lets out a bone-chilling howl. Ow. Immediately, all of the eggs burst open. Turn to page 43. These
0: fucking eggs have burst open so many times at this
1: point. The ground shakes so violently that you, Sophie, and Andrew are thrown down. You stay low, too terrified to move. Dozens of miniature versions of the gross grandma burst from the eggs. The purple flesh doesn't look any better baby-sized. If anything, you think the young ones are more disgusting. Grandma still hasn't seen you. All of the lively creatures line up in front of her.
0: My children. She addresses
1: them. We have traveled
0: to this galaxy to take over this world. Now you know what you must do. First, feed and grow. Next, fit yourselves out with human body parts.
1: She holds up one of the rubber masks that you saw in her room earlier. And then? She finishes with a hideous cackle.
0: Go forth and carry out the master plan.
1: Hideous cackle. Ha ha ha! <laughs> you, Sophie, and Andrew all wear the same look of horror on your faces. We've gotta stop them. Do you think we can fight them right here? Sophie whispers.
0: No way, let's go tell my parents.
1: Andrew urges. We need, we need help. help. So fight the aliens on page 88 or tell Andrew's parents on 94. Who the fuck are Andrew's parents? <laughs> like, There's only one way to find out. I,
0: uh, I feel like it's a dead end. I. What would you do?
1: I'm not telling you what I would do. What
0: would you do? Help me. I've died eight times. Help me. You've
1: died seven times.
0: No, I've died eight.
1: You've died seven times.
0: Okay, we're going to fight the aliens on 88. We have to stop them now. You whisper. By the time we go for help, they could be anywhere. Doing
1: anything. Andrew adds with a shudder. Or
0: anyone.
1: But how can you stop them? You wonder. You watch the horrifying creatures, trying to think of an idea. Feed well, Grandma orders. And then we must begin. The slimy aliens swarm over the roses, munching everything in their path. Mint, mint, Grandma mint, strolls mint, through mint, the wriggling mint. masses. You remember how she told them to feed and grow. You don't have much time. Whatever you do, it has to be fast and effective. Let's squash them, you decide. While they're all in the garden. Brilliant, Sophie replies. How? Figure out an
0: answer on page 13. We'll throw stuff at them.
1: You point to grandma's window. From
0: up there. Oh, um, fun fact. Something happened when I was a kid. I once convinced my brother to throw all of our belongings out the window when we meant to clean the
1: room. <laughs> your mom told me. Uh, what? <laughs> your your mom told me. You threw them all out of the bedroom window. The, Did
0: you have a pool out there? We had a little kiddie pool, yeah. And they... Elmo the... <laughs> landed face down in the pool <laughs> like you drowned. <laughs> I wish my mom took pictures of it because she told us to clean our room and I equated that with let's throw everything out the the window (laughs) I remember she was like came home and she's like Jim what the fuck they just threw everything out the window Hmm. from up there
1: the aliens are busy eating and don't notice you sneaking into the house you race to grandma's room they're
0: all crowded together in that corner
1: You cry, glancing out the window.
0: Even Grandma, we might be able to get them all at once. Let's use this.
1: Andrew struggles to get the mattress off the bed. You and Sophie help him drag it to the window. One, two. You strain to lift the mattress over the sill. Three. The mattress drops directly on top of the group of aliens. Did it work? Find out on page nine.
0: No, cause mattresses
1: are soft. Anything is just gonna go bubble. You gaze down at the garden, holding your breath. Nothing's moving, Sophie says.
0: No sound.
1: Andrew adds hopefully. You nod. Could you have done it? Did you actually destroy the aliens? You open your mouth to say something, but then your dro- jaw drops. Dozens of wormy aliens slither from under the mattress. They're bigger than they were five minutes ago. It didn't work. You wail.
0: Maybe the mattress was too soft.
1: Andrew says. It wasn't heavy enough. You realize. Throw everything you can get your hands on. Frantically, you grab a chair and a footstool out the window. Andrew and Sophie toss down grandma's suitcase.
0: Out the window! You hurl the
1: stereo and radio. They land with a craft.
0: Have you seen that crab. video where it's like, your bad feelings out the window.
1: That thing that reminds you of your ex and heartbreak out the window. That demon that eats your socks that doesn't even like socks, but eats them to piss you off <laughs> out the window. Well, anyways, you hurl the stereo and radio out the window. <laughs> They land with a crash, the radio blasts on. There's nothing left to throw and the aliens are swarming around the garden. I'm
0: hoping the music is what scares them at that point. Turn to page 130.
1: You gaze down at the garden. You wonder how long it will be before the aliens come after you. Then you notice something strange. The creatures slither down out from under the objects you've thrown down on them. But the aliens near the radio shrivel up and fall over. The radio! You shout. It
0: destroys them. They must be allergic to sound waves or something. Awesome.
1: Andrew yells.
0: We found a weapon.
1: (laughs) You dash into (laughs) your room and get your radio. Oh, let's see. Sophie grabs your MP3 player. My cassette
0: player and pops in
1: a tape. (laughs) Andrew snatches an old CD player. Andrew snatches the portable CD player. (laughs) You race downstairs and into the garden. You aim the radio at a group of creatures, their slimy skin puckers turning black. They curl up. Little wisps of smoke rise from their crinkly bodies. It's working. Sophie and Andrew use the MP3 players in the same way. Little aliens are shriveling up all around you. No!
0: A voice bellows.
1: Grandma! Grandma yanks the MP3 player out of Sophie's hand. She throws it to the ground. Andrew runs and trips, smashing the CD player. You're so scared you drop the radio. Silence. Aliens swarm around you. Their teeth dig into your ankles. Think of something. Try anything. Maybe it wasn't the sound waves that killed the creatures, you realize. Maybe it was music. You start singing the first words that pop into your head.
0: I'm everyone. But <laughs> no, 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 no. It's all in me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, mama, her, Lange, Lange. No, they. No, I sing happy birthday.
1: <laughs> no. You sing the first words that pop into your head. Happy birthday to you. you warble. No. Grandma shrieks again. The aliens gnawing at your ankles fall over. Andrew and Sophie figure out what you're doing. They begin singing too. After five choruses of happy birthday, the garden is filled with dead aliens. You defeated them all, even Grandma. You, Sophie, and Andrew collapse to the ground. We did it! You exclaim. We stopped the alien invasion! Now what do we do? Sophie asks. Do we tell someone? A broad grin spreads across your face.
0: I think we should form a singing group. What?
1: Andrew stares at you.
0: A singing group? You bet. You reply. Well, we'd knock dead.
1: The, the end. end. Jesus
0: fucking Christ, this book. Oh, did it. My God. I, I knew. Oh, I'm so frustrated with myself because I knew the right decision was to go snooping. And I thought against my better judgment to not go snooping. And I died five, like six extra times because of it.
1: Yeah. I guess I was wrong when I said, uh. That there weren't going to be a lot of pitfalls in this book. So many fucking <laughs> pitfalls in this book. And you missed three more since your seventh one because there were three other decisions that you made that did not lead here.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, gooped, gaffed, begaffled, be begazled, and very upset that I am now twenty seven to twenty three.
1: <laughs> I'm never Yay! gonna come yeah, yeah. back from that. Uh, what do you mean? You came back from. 7 to 0 yeah but
0: that's cause, because thanks to Ben
1: or what was it 10 to 0 at one point it was not 10 to 0
0: oh I think it might have been it might have been 8 to 0 because the first two books you had flawless games right yeah
1: I think it was 9-0 at one point.
0: I think so. So now we're back to the natural order of you being right. Yay!
1: Yay! <laughs> Until the guests come and ruin it.
0: The guests, we do have some pretty great guests coming up. Um, What we're actually going to be doing for our next book is we're going to be switching the order up. So oh, yeah. the next person who will be um, coming on to the podcast is actually going to be making decisions on my behalf which is going to mean that I'm probably going to have a much higher loss before we go back to you. That's true. But we're going to continue this cycle from now on where um, it'll be me next and then you and then me and then you. It's honestly completely due to just scheduling.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. but we're going to keep it even so that we're still reading the exact same amount of books.
0: We have two pretty high-profile guests coming up. We have someone who um, practices witchcraft. And we potentially The other one's have... not confirmed. The other one's so. not confirmed, but here's hoping, fingers crossed, because if we do get them on, I'll be very, very happy. Yeah. You just got to reach out to them. But yes, we're going to have a witch on the next episode, <laughs> which, which I'm really excited about. Who does a lot of witch things. Uh, audio media, my hands are going up and like, woo.
1: That that still did not describe what it you're doing really over did. audio media. It really
0: didn't describe it for, for them.
1: Um, He's doing like spirit fingers, but his hands are pointed downward. So it's kind of like spiders walking and they're going from low to high as he's bringing them up for which,
0: Witch, yes. So you're going to have to find out which, witch is which on the next um, uh, Goosebumps book that we're going to read. Oh, the next one's fun. I'm excited. That's going to be a fun one. I I just read the back cover of what the next one's going to be.
1: Well, maybe I should read the back cover because that's how I can
0: make, make good, good decisions. decisions. Yeah, probably. Yeah!
1: Seven um, deaths. Seven. Oh, I need to find a punishment for you.
0: Yeah, you do. On
1: <laughs> episode. Oh, shoot. I wasn't supposed to read You fucker! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my friend. On the witch's episode. Maybe you can blur it out, blur out <laughs> <up> the word <laughs> going to. With, and again? With a, a witch cackle.
0: Oh, I'm going to have to blur it out Any, again. Yeah, anytime <laughs>
1: I say <laughs> Have fun. Have fun. <sighs> Oh My Yod is an independently produced podcast by Adam Beauparlant and Ryan Perry. Find us on Apple Podcasts,
0: Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on Instagram at OhMyYodPod
1: and Facebook.
0: Email us your questions and comments at OhMyYodPod at
1: gmail.com. Remember, sharing, subscribing, and leaving a review is always a a good decision. decision. Back in my day, we just called up pussies.